It's your girl, Kiva B. You are now tuned into the Apple Church Girl, a place where you can just chill and be. Well, hey, y'all. We're back, and I have a special guest with me this time. Her name is Jakia, and I'll let her introduce herself because she's a phenomenal black woman out here doing a lot of things. So, Jakia, can you please introduce yourself? What's up, everybody? My name is Jakia. I am from West Palm Beach, Florida. Right now, I'm living in California, currently using my gifts, writing, producing, and whatever God has for me to do in this time, that's what I'm doing right now. So, I am honored to be here with Kiva. And we actually met at church. Yes, For we real. Did. When she lived here, Jakia <laughs> and I actually met at church. Um, we went to the Dream Center together. And um, we've been great friends ever since then. But the reason why I really wanted Jakia to come on um, the podcast today was because we talk a lot. And we talk pretty much daily at like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. That's the first (laughs) voice I hear before my grandma sometimes. And a lot of our conversations are rooted in church spirituality, um, what that looks like for us, what that looks like for other people. And um, I just wanted to give you all a listen in on how my mornings go every morning. She'll give me the word. (laughs) She'll give me when I'm not doing well. She'll be like, Kiva, you need to go pray. You need to go do this. And I'll be like, man, fuck that. I'm mad. And I'll be like, seriously, I'm like, I don't want to pray. I'm mad right now. You Um, do. I really do. I'm sorry, God. But um, one thing that I really wanted to highlight, um, Jakia, the question that I really have is when we have our talks and when you're going through things, a lot of times you go into nature. Mm -hmm. Um, You have your spot. Can you explain that spot to the people, (laughs) even though I know all about it? Of course. Of course. Well, Um, My spot is in nature. It's a a scenic view in California that I like to sit at, and I feel like I designated this place for me and God, and every time I go out there, I sit by a tree or look at the plants, and I feel God. I just feel Him moving. I feel the air, um, and it's the most amazing thing. I feel like wherever you make a space for God and put a capacity for Him to get in, He's going to come. And that's funny because her name in my phone, I don't think she know it, but she's about to figure it out now. Her name in my phone is my tree hugger because, like, she'll go legit hug trees. But um, the reason why I really wanted to ask that question was because um, you have people nowadays that think that you can only access God in the church. Hmm. And um, I don't believe that that's true. Um I do believe that God created the trees, the mm-hmm. the grass, the air, the buildings, everything that we have, and I believe that God is in everything. So, um, do you still attend church? I do. Oh. I attend church every Sunday, actually. Um, but I do believe that it says God created the heaven and the earth. So, the earth is a part of nature, and the trees are a part of the earth. So, I feel like God is in the church, but God is wherever you take him. God is within Right, so what is the difference between um, the feeling of accessing God in nature Mm -hmm. and then accessing God in the church for you? Or if there's a different feeling? Um, 
I don't think that there's a different feeling. I think that the church is there for you to get your word. Mm -hmm. It's there for you to learn how to access God in the word or just bring God into your worship area because you have to be taught in order to do things. So then when you get in nature, you know how to prepare the, set the table and prepare your place for hmm. God to come in because now you've learned it. And it's not only taught in church, but that is a place of teaching. And that's where you go for worship. You know you're going there just to, you know you're going there for God. Right. Nature, if you make it a place to go there for God, that's where you're going for God. So do you believe um, that going to church and having that, because church has a flow. Mm -hmm. You know, you go, you most of the time corporate prayer yeah then you got your worship to get you ready then you got the word then you you close out definitely but worship do you think that that's limited to just the experience of church or how do you define like worship or you get what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> to me worship is worship is bowing down and in, in to god and, and like i said just worshiping god it's not only in the church it's a place to worship, right. but it's not only in the church. You, I worship in my home. I right. worship wherever I am because I feel like everywhere I go, I need God with me. I can't just say that if the, if God is only in the church, then mm -hmm. that means he's not at home with me. Which is very important. Um, one thing that she just said is that she accesses God everywhere. She worships bowing down and praying. And I think the main thing that we're missing nowadays when it comes to um, the church is knowing God for yourself. And a lot of people go to church to get God and mm -hmm. access God. And then you meet these same people out in the street yeah. and they're complete assholes. And you'll be like, yo, son, <laughs> where's that God that you had that you was falling out and flipping out and uh, you know about in church and it's like the the avenue of worship is a heart posture mm -hmm. the avenue of worship is not hey let me go to the church with the most famous worship leader mm -hmm. and let me fall out and speak in tongues and grab hands yeah. and shake around and fall out and Absolutely. roll around and then come up and be like oh i'm okay so how do you um, deal with that as a worship leader because you know some people don't know that you sing at the church that you attend in LA well, um, <laughs> I think that enough people know you know I think enough people girl, know girl if you don't come up in here <laughs> and promote yourself <laughs> you're right you're right I do worship um, do worship at a, a phenomenal church on LA Pastor Sarah Jakes who has <laughs> made me grow in so many amazing ways and it's so funny that you even say like you see the people in church worshiping and then even outside of the church and that's why we have to remember that we aren't God and the people aren't God God right. is just there you know each God is who God is right God is God so it's like when you start looking for God and if the people would just know that God is love and walk by example, then a lot of people would be presenting the God that we want them to know. Come on, sermon. But <laughs> right, and I'm sitting here like, oh. So with that being said, um, dang, God. So this is my thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to 
perform on a gender-based God. Mm -hmm. Like, God is a he. God is this. Mm -hmm. For me, I think that God is a spirit. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Like, God is love. God is how mm -hmm. I treat you. If I'm treating you, like Donna, if I'm treating you with uh, the love and the utmost respect and mm -hmm. respecting you, that is God-like. Mm -hmm. If I'm treating you, Jakia, like trash, yeah. that's not God. So I think a lot of people box God in mm -hmm. as to what God is supposed to be. God is my provider. Yeah. God is this. God is that. God can go beyond mm -hmm. the things that we can think about in our mind. And if we can just take the limits off of God, yeah. even take the physical building of church mm -hmm. off of God, I feel like we would be much better, you know, yeah. as a as a people. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because God, like you said, God is love. That's that's who God is. But it's it's like <laughs> you box and you put God in this place and it's like, no, God is everything you need. I'm about to let Donna jump in this joint because she looks yeah. like she got something to say. Come on, Donna. Come on. You can't, you can't be, you, it's like. She looks like she got anything. something to say. There's nothing to describe. God is indescribable. There you go. And I think we put these labels on what God is. But look, look at this. Look at it like this. It's like we can't we can't say who God is because sometimes when I need some special love, God can love me like my mother loves me. God can love me like my father loves me. God can love me like my grandmother. I'm not gonna box God into one form of love. Yeah. Because there's so many forms of love. God is whoever I need in that time. But what we have to realize, God is Alpha, Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. So if you take that literally, Ooh, how, how, can, tell how can you box him in? I wish y'all could see my face right now. now. But I'm just saying, because if he's omnipresent, everywhere. if he's omnipotent, ah. then it's like, he is everything. everything. He everything. is everywhere. And, and that's what people have to realize. It's the same Ooh, at like a life. funeral. It's like we're mourning over we're mourning over the dead because their physical presence is not here. But in God's time, which is way different from our time, they're already in heaven with God in real time, in his real time. And so that's what yes. we have to, yes. to realize. It, God's mind, ideal, whatever, spirit is on a whole different level than us. Yes. Our capacity... <laughs> of understanding God is very limited based on our just human nature and mm -hmm. being human beings. Man. But we don't realize Eternity. that it's, <laughs> it's, it's beyond. It's beyond. It's not the flesh. It's not the flesh. It's nothing. And that's the thing. It's nothing here. It's nothing here on earth. We're living for eternal. Like, that's the spirit. That's like the energy. That's how you make people feel. That's like, it's, it's more than just what we see and if you can look past these things right. we're just we're just we're just, we're just each other walking each other home along yeah. the way to help love each other and show each other help along the way and love along the way fam where were y'all when them church folks was calling me a whole demon for going out in nature honestly to me it's like it's I'm like this nature it's like how can we reach the people that aren't in the church? Baby. You have to go out. Uh, like, this is what I am as a Christian. I'm not going to, if I see you sinking mm -hmm. in some mud, I'm not going to just sit there and look at you. I'm going to go get in there, and I'm going to grab you out. But you and know that's them church clicks be like gang, gang. Okay, you know so, them church clicks so be like gang, 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 gang fam. Church. What we have to realize about the church is that <sighs> the church is right a now. hospital. 
<laughs> so if if the church is a hospital, every everybody, including mm -hmm. the ministerial staff, everyone, yeah. everyone is a patient. Yeah. All right. Looking for something. And so when people say like, oh, there's so many hypocrites in the church, and that's why I don't that's go to the church. That's what's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. If, if everyone was need, perfect, <laughs> we wouldn't need church. So, exactly. That's so good. you have to you have to look at church not as how does how do other people view church and how will they view me when if I do or don't go to church. You have to look at church as what can I get, get from, from this? Exactly. What what how can what can I take from this mm -hmm. that will heal me, me. Yes. where uh -huh. I'm at in yes. my life? Right. If you're so focused on other people, mm -hmm. you're missing the whole you point. You missing, missing everything. And let me tell you, I missed that point one time. Am I about okay, I'm gonna go there. I missed that point one time. I was a part of a church, and what I did was I put my faith in the church, mm -hmm. and I didn't really know God for myself, mm -hmm. so I went in broken and allowed myself to be taken advantage of, and I looked at the pastors as my missing mom and missing dad. So when they dropped me, I was it was a different type of hurt, you know, instead of under because I went to church when I was a kid because my grandmother played the piano. But when I moved with my mama, not so much. So I didn't know the flow of the church. I didn't know how it went. I just knew. All right. Here I am. Mm -hmm. So now understanding that I really didn't know God for mm -hmm. myself and I'm looking at, well, this person acting like this and this person doing that missing the mark because I even though the church wasn't for me I don't doubt that there wasn't a word in there for me at some point and I probably missed a word mm -hmm. a time or two because my focus was somewhere else mm -hmm. and you know being sick sometimes you get into this woe is me victim mm -hmm. role which it's, it's tough for you to move out of it, especially if you don't have proper leadership to get you out. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. So, but I'm, you also have to remember that the people that are leading are people too. You but know, see, I didn't realize yeah, that when I on. got there mm -hmm. because now you, you come into a space where it's like, here, I, I didn't, like I said yeah. earlier, you have to have know to God know. for yep. yourself. That's the thing. I didn't know God for myself in that moment. Mm -hmm. So coming in, I don't look at the people on the pulpit mm -hmm. as people. I'm looking yeah, at man. the people on the pulpit That's as true. give me God because this is what mm -hmm. you're saying and yeah. I need it right now. Yeah. So then it becomes an addiction mm -hmm. and then you open yourself up to all of this manipulation mm -hmm. and all of these things because like you said they're people mm -hmm. people will be people regardless yeah. of if they're a pastor if they're the janitor mm -hmm. if they're the ceo people have flaws yep. so putting your faith into a person, person rather than putting your faith in god and mm -hmm. receiving the message through yep. the person is two different things mm -hmm. because it's a word it's yeah. like it's like at the end of the day like sometimes i need to go to church because it's like I want to learn this word. I want to learn it. And, and the analogies that they may give me or the things they may say is, is totally different from what I may read, what I may interpret from my readings. And I like to expand on that. So it's like a place of teaching. It's like a place of learning. It's like a, it's like a school. Hey, I'm coming in to learn. The teacher isn't God, you know? Right. The, the person who is teaching is not God. It's just I, I got this word from God too. 
and I'm here to present it to you. But I am flawed because guess what? I am not God. I am only human. I am a being. I'm a human being. I'm not God. And that's God has to remind us. So we'll walk around like we're, we're perfect and then we'll be humiliated yeah, because we have quick. to be reminded <laughs> oftentimes you are not God. And, and this is the thing. God calls those who are broken. He yes. doesn't call those who are perfect. Mm -hmm. And if we remember that, like I know um, back in like my 20s and my teens, I used to speak at different churches around the United States. Mm -hmm. And I always felt I was so unworthy, like my yep. sinful self speaking and, yep. and, and spreading the word to people. But what I had to realize is that God wasn't calling me because I was a perfect person. He was calling Call me because, because was I was broken and I went through so much. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to touch more people exactly. who are also broken. Because now my testimony is more it's powerful. Yep. If, if someone got on the pulpit who has a perfect life, they're super rich, they never had any issues or any problems, that's How not can relatable. You relate? How can you that's relate? And there are certain people that's assigned to your testimony and your test. There you go. That you have to, you know, you, we almost have to go through these things for a reason. That's right. Every battle, every situation, every test, every testimony, every time we mess up is for a reason because we have to lean on God for understanding, get through it, and then once you meet somebody else, it's somebody else that's going to go through that same, same thing, thing after you. And they're going to, they may waver and may want to kill themselves and something, right. but then they're going to, you'll be there or they'll be able to hear you and like, wow. Wow, she conquered that. She got through that. I can too. There you go. Because it's not everybody that's assigned to us, that's but right. it's somebody that's assigned to your story, your that's testimony, right. your test, your everything. It's someone assigned to that. That's right. And <laughs> sometimes, even with that being said, sometimes God puts us through things. Exactly. Not for our own test it's or never trial for, for us. us to learn. <laughs> it's so we can tell the testimony to help it's the other person. Mm -hmm. So, and, and we look at God like, why are you why punishing are you me? This? Why are you putting me through this? <laughs> And it's not about that because God already knows that yep. we have the strength to, to make endure. it through. Exactly. Because for one, he is with us. He is within us. So he already knows that we're going to make it through. Mm -hmm. But he has to put us through this because he knows, okay, I'm going to put you on a platform exactly. where you'll be able to give this testimony that, like you said, there are designated people who are meant to hear that word, exactly. that message, your testimony. Mm -hmm. So that's what I had to come to the realization of. Um, and I would have to ask God to humble me. I said, remove Donna completely. Yeah. <laughs> remove me completely. Remove me. I know. I ain't worried. It ain't me. I ain't <laughs> I'll mess up me. every time. There you go. But, <laughs> every but time. let the Holy Spirit dwell in me. That's it. So that it's all your words and your favor when exactly. I'm speaking to your people. So Because without a test, you have no testimony. <laughs> there you go. And without anything you have nothing to give that's right so we have to we have to go through these things again and endure these things to get in that position of prayer that's so right. we can look up and say all right help me help me get through this yep. help me teach this help me to help somebody else that's who right. is going through this and help me to stand guess on what y'all i'm gonna be real transparent I went out to go get the other guest. I don't know what the hell y'all talking about right oh, now. Oh, we had some good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did. We did. I don't know what y'all talking about. Oh, but yeah. yeah, that's just me being honest because I don't want to jump in and try to figure it out. Well, it was but, good. Yeah. We, we we kept it going, actually. So that's good. People, at least the people got something to listen to. And I mean, I'll hear, and I'll hear it when I, when I listen to it because I didn't hear nothing they just said, y'all. So when I listen to it, we'll be listening to it for the first time. There you go. We'll be listening to it for the first time. Um. So, yeah. I just want to thank you, Jakia, for coming on. Listen, I, yeah, shit's crazy out here. And um, 
I think the most important thing that we've learned through all of this is understanding and accessing God for mm -hmm. yourself. Um, like I said, I don't really know what they just talked about for the last five minutes. So, so, so I'm winging the hell out of this. Recap. Can we do a recap? <laughs> I just want to be honest with my folks. Like, we don't, yes. we don't, we don't mean, have to edit this out. This a, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to edit it yeah. out because this is an awkward church girl. It was, yeah, because exactly. that was awkward as shit. I came back and I don't know what the hell is going on Seriously. right now. Yes, no, that's no problem. So we were just speaking on the fact that I was uh, speaking on when I did used to speak and um, when I was younger and in my 20s when I used to speak, I always felt like I was unworthy. And sometimes the people who are up front, whether they're pastors, ministers, or just evangelists who speak at different churches, sometimes people put them on, like we were talking about, a, a pedestal. pedestal right? But we have to realize God didn't call them because they were perfect. God called them because they were broken. And oh, their powerful testimony <laughs> is going to reach people who are broken. If a mm -hmm. perfect person got up to speak, they wouldn't touch anyone, Man. but a broken person who says, hey, I went through hell and back and, and God brought me through, mm -hmm. they're going to touch the people who are currently going through hell and back at that time. Oh, yeah. So that way, that will encourage them to make it through their journey. Y'all, when them niggas let me in seminary, I was like, what Wow, the hell? And I dipped out. I was scared because I'm like, why am I in seminary? Yeah. My... Listen, my that's, what, that's saying is and real. Broken was, crayons still color. And then right. it was weird for me because <laughs> it was weird for me because I'm in seminary with people who want to be pastors, mm -hmm. who want to be ministers. I don't want to be none of that shit. <laughs> like I don't. And then I'm coming in as the awkward church girl because they have services and stuff. But for me, I'd rather be in my corner meditating somewhere. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and. That's, that's just me, so which is weird because it's like, how can God call someone who's not really 100% who called themselves a Christian? I call myself like a child of God, for real, because the label of Christian a lot of times holds a lot of uh, negative connotation. And Jaquia's looking at me like, I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> and I don't think say she has, you. but... I, I like to call myself like a child of God because just like Jakia accesses God in nature, I access God through meditation, like real some numb yo shit. <laughs> you know, like I play my my meditation music and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. Jakia had said something one day, and she was like, "How could you know how to pray?" Because I think meditation, a lot of people look at meditation as like, what are you doing? And God says yeah, meditate on the, the word. And it's like, how do you meditate on the word if you don't know how to meditate? So it's like, you know. How is it demonic? How, I told you. Somebody not even how it's demonic, but how it, it says that. But look, meditation is sitting That means these folks don't read their Bible. Because somebody called me a whole demon out here for meditating. And it may not. It may mean. People just don't know sometimes. I don't even think that, that it's not necessarily. Yeah, knowledge is power. But sometimes people don't know. So they're just saying what, they, what they've been told. What they've been already taught. And they're not finding so and learning what, on their that's own. That's what they need to do. They do. But we all are flawed. And we all got to learn them for you. Not only do we need to know God for ourselves, but we also need to 
respect where people are in their, their journey. Walk. You're right. Because that joint really I hurt to me learn for that real. This year. You're right. It really hurt me because I'm like, you don't understand I where to I learn am that. or this how I access God. Yeah. We we can't judge people mm -mm. if they're not on our level yet. Because for one, we're not at the level we're supposed to be at. Exactly. We're all still growing. True. And so if we respect, hey, I respect that you're just now breaking the word, mm -hmm. that you're just now learning. You're just now on your spiritual walk. I can't judge you for that, but exactly. what we are called to do, and, and I, I call myself a Christian, and you know why? Because a lot of people, Christ, first of all, Christ, if you look at the life of Christ in the Bible, Christ was a very humble person. His best friends were the exactly. prostitutes. He hung hey, with give me the all the struggles. Everybody. He hung with the lowly people. Exactly. Give me all the struggles. I need and, them all the people, They'll teach me how to get money. The people who were trying to persecute him or mm -hmm. the Pharisees, the Sadducees, mm -hmm. The people who were high ranking in the church. Yes. Those are the people trying to prosecute him because he wasn't in the church. They they you know, yeah. he was out teaching and they said this in the church. Mm -hmm. So I consider myself Christ like because Christ was humble. Christ he did hang with those little humble. people. Yep. And people have tried to twist Christ mm -hmm. as if he was a Pharisee or Sadducee and he was, oh, I'm better than you guys. He Never, wasn't like that. Ever. And if you really study the life of Christ, I'm proud to say I'm a Christian I'm a because Christian. I understand the life of Christ mm -hmm. and who well, he truly is and not who people portray <laughs> check him to be. And that's true. And I, I like what you said, even like on the judgmental portion of it, like, what if like when we have an encounter with somebody, what if that's what if we are the only person they see Come that's on. an angel or close to God? Preach. So Sorry. then if we start judging, then they'll start that's why and I, like I say, I learned a lot this year. That's why you have to lead and walk by an example mm -hmm. and just be loved. God on, is love. love. Period. That's it. Period. God was with Period, everybody. Bro. Nobody knew, like, oh, my God, you got, God ain't walk around like, I am God. Like, I, <laughs> in Jesus. Like, right. I am Jesus. Like, no, walk in the room, no. But when you walked in, when he walked in, you knew his presence was felt. Right. Because that's how we are to walk, you that's know? Right. Make your presence felt, not what you're saying. Your energy, your presence, your 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 spirit, everything. Okay. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yes, thank Nick. you, nigga. <laughs> so let me tell y'all, she didn't want to. She, I'm not gonna say she didn't want to come, but she was super nervous, and she was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> this baby is full of knowledge. Oh, I love it. I love it. And the thing about it is, when you look at her, she's so sweet. And she's so quiet, but when she opened her mouth, she'd be on the phone for three hours going back and forth and just talking about, you know, the love of God and how, like, I told y'all, she'll give me the word in the morning. But you can tell that the love of God is in her. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, and the, the, it says, by their fruits you shall know them. And you can just tell, and the fact that, that she enjoys. That baby looking fruitful. And she is. And, and looking she like is. a good old watermelon. Oh, my <laughs> the awkward church girl said watermelon, y'all. You yeah. got all green and red. You're right. Okay. You like a watermelon. Just With nice seeds. Just, just nice they and have, juicy. They should have seeds. They got seeds. You the, you the natural kind. Yeah. You ain't the, Thank you. the genetically modified kind. You all natural, sis. But, real but ass and real. You let me shared stop. your journey as far as how you worship God because that, that opens the mind for people who may just be one track with that type of like, okay, I can only worship God in church or no, but, but you have to like, God created the heavens and the earth, like you said. So <laughs> why not be out in that creation? Exactly. We buildings and we box ourselves into our home. We box, mm -hmm. but when we're out in nature, 
It's like, how can you not feel God's presence? You don't feel him in that beach water? Yeah, I got one more question. I got one more question. When you said that God creates the heavens and the earth. That's it. But my question is, do you believe, and this is an open question, not necessarily to key it down into do you believe that heaven is a place and hell is a place? Or do you believe that is something that you access while you're here on earth? Do you believe that, okay, when you die, you going down under? Or when you die, you going up to the man that's sitting on the throne upstairs? Like, I believe it's what you make it. Because to me, I wake up and I say, I'm heaven. I'm, I'm living for. heaven on earth right now. Like, it's how you walk. You wake up, you get a choice every day. I'm, I'm already in heaven. Like, I'm already living it are because I'm walking in your heaven. Are you going to walk in your hell? What you going to walk in is, is we don't, we're still here, you know? We, I think it's dimensional yeah. to to our limitations as humans. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like I said, if God is out for the making beginning and the end, and God's, we're, whoever's going to be in heaven is already in heaven, in <laughs> mm-hmm. God's world, in God's eyes. Right. So I feel like based on earth, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the Bible says uh, the living know that they shall die but the dead know not anything and when the trumpet sounds the dead in christ will rise first says the dead in christ that baby go to church now so if the dead in christ are sleeping then they're just sleeping in jesus but when he comes exactly he will raise them to join them to meet them in the air so that's just my let me tell y'all something i just want to shout out donna real quick yeah because yeah sis is a seventh day adventist she goes to church on saturday and to throw the word I love it at though. us, you know, knowledge is power. And, but see, what we do is we'll box, box ourselves. ourselves in. So it's like the difference between you and I is just you go to church on Saturday. Exactly. I go to church on Sunday. But There's I still no- love all denominations and all religions. And, and I will say there are people in the Seventh-day Adventist church, my church, who are judgmental, who are hypocritical. Everywhere oh, you baby, go. I'm including Everywhere in my own go. family. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But because That's I, a whole episode, because yeah, we're going to yeah. do that one. <laughs> I, I thought go. about that today. We're going to do that one. But because I know God for myself. Hello. When, when I took the time as a teenager to know God for myself, I said, oh, I don't have to be put in a box with my family. I don't have to be like them. I can accept everyone. I exactly. can learn exactly. from people of le- all denominations See? and apply that to my life. So I that's love that. that's why I am a little different. <laughs> as no, a I love that. Adventist. I love that because learning is everything. We want people to learn about who we talk about, right? That's right. But if we don't have a conversation, then they're not going to learn. So it's it's an open conversation. You don't know anything unless you learn. That's like my cousin made a great analogy. It's like I have this plate, you have that plate. You might want to try a little bit from my plate. I might want to try. If I don't like it, I can put it back. I don't have to eat it. I don't have to keep it. You know, like, it's it's a thing. Let me tell you. We're learning. Because my plate is is very colorful. But I want you to learn what I'm presenting, right? Exactly. So why can't I listen to you? And I'm so comfortable (laughs) with my colorful plate. Um, Colorful meaning I pull from different practices. That works for me. And I do understand that some practices that I pull from have dark sides, Mm -hmm. which means Christianity has, everybody has a dark side. Like, Mm -hmm. you have fucking, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. But, like, you go to the church, right? You got people that are mean as shit. You got people that are rude as shit. You go into... Ifa, you got some witches and stuff that might be pulling from a dark world. Shoot, you got Buddhism. You got people that did. 
everybody has their own shit. So my thing is you pull from what you need and what works for you Mm -hmm. and rock with that. That's what I'm saying. My plate is colorful. I ain't out here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky and (laughs) dookie and shit out here like that. Like, I'm not. But to understand me is to know that different things work for me. That's what makes me awkward. I still love the Lord. I'll shout, I'll worship, I'll praise, and it's genuine. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not pretending. Because if I had to pretend, fam, I wouldn't. I'd dip out and find something else that works for me. But I understand that when I did leave the church at some point and went and studied Buddhism, I found my inner self because Buddhism Mm -hmm. taught me to look within. Right. And wow. then when I started going to different places, not different places, but looking at the African traditions, mm-hmm. it started helping me to respect my elders or look at my history mm-hmm. as to my, my family traumas and the things that I need to heal. So yeah. African traditions helped me heal myself. Buddhism helped me look within myself. Yeah. And then Christianity just helped me wrap it all together and yeah. say, thank you, Lord for allowing me to be this whole piece mm-hmm. and bring it back together. What's so weird and wrong about that? Like It's only what, what you make it. If you lean on what the people say, then you're going to start thinking what's so weird and wrong about it. But if you walk your walk how you walk it and you look up, Come and on align now. yourself with who matters. Come on now. And who know who you are and whose you are. Yeah. None of that. He none of none of the naysayers matter. Preach. Because you know who and whose you are. Preach. So it's like that's not even that's not even a question. It's like what we're here to do every day. All right, God, lead and guide me all the way. Let's so let's do what we need to do. Forget whatever. They talked about Jesus. They talked about the everybody. End of the day, we need to do what? <laughs> No God for yourself. No God for yourself. I love it. Thank you, Sunflower, for coming. Thank you for having me. It's been amazing, amazing, amazing. Tell the people where they can find you. Shout yourself out. Give yourself the (laughs) the genuine credit that you deserve. That's right. Uh, um, No no modesty. (laughs) Throw it out there, baby. You can find me at um, IG. I am Jakia SoundCloud. Jakia. Songs on iTunes, Jakia. Everything is Jakia. YouTube, J A K I A. Got some new stuff coming. <laughs> yes, y'all. And I am Kiva B. You can follow me on Instagram at, at Kiva B underscore. You can follow the podcast at The Awkward Church Girl. <laughs> and shout out to Donna. Listen, I'm going to shout her out every chance I can yes. get, y'all. Um, she is the mastermind and the brains behind this podcast. <laughs> Donna, tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can find Indie High Radio. Hey, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. So my personal Instagram is Donna LJ, and it's not spelled like my real name. Um, it's D-A-W-N-A-L-J. Um, and then Indie High Radio um, is at I-N-D-I-E-H-I-G-H-R, the number eight, D-I-O. And we also have IndieHighRadio.com, Facebook, um, IndieHighRadio LLC, and Twitter and Instagram are the same. Yeah, love it. And before we head out, we are going to play a snippet (laughs) of Jakia's new song, Interview. It's coming out in January, so you all get a little taste before it actually comes out. The benefits of being a friend. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you all enjoy. Follow everyone. We love y'all. We love y'all. Listen, know God for yourself. Walk in your light. Be loved. Treat people kind. 
Thank you, and we will see and talk to you all later. We're out. <laughs> Yo, not first of all. I need y'all to know this ain't my now one of y'all.